Well, that's embarrassing. Should I do all that again? Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, I had the wrong thing clicked. I don't know how the hell that happened. That's weird. Okay, well, anyway, we are back. Sorry, we're a little bit late. I had to watch the Biden speech. I, I thought that the speech was at 6 Pacific time. It was 6 Eastern time. I mess that kind of stuff up a lot, actually. <laughs> That's why I need a producer. I, I At 6 o'clock, I turn on the TV. I'm like, I'm like, why isn't anybody... I'm switching through the channels. I'm like, where's the day's speech? Why isn't everybody playing the speech? Flair's like, oh, it already happened like three hours ago. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> You didn't tell me about your plans. But I didn't, I, I hadn't told her about, it. it's not her fault, that's not what I'm trying to say. Uh, I, I need to make that clear so she doesn't beat me later. Uh, <laughs> no, no, yeah, I, I messed it up, it's my fault. But I did watch the speech, and I cannot wait to talk about this speech. This was absolutely terrible. This was, this is embarrassing. I, first, let's hear what Valeria has to say. What do you have to say about the speech? Well, first of all, I did not know that I can actually listen English speech on English language and understand it on 2x speed. Oh, it wasn't 2x. I did it on 1.5. 1. 1.5? 1. 5? Okay, 1. Yeah, because 5. Biden speaks so slowly that 1.5 okay, made it sound yeah. normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I played it at 1.5 speed and we're still a little bit late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I could listen on 2x and still understand what he says. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I should and have played on 2x. He, like, repeats same things, I think, like, twice. How long is the speech? Like, 35 minutes? Something like this. Yeah. If he wouldn't repeat same things, like, grandparents yeah. couldn't hug their children and please wear masks, it, yeah. you, it could be, like, 20, 20 minutes. <laughs> it I would think. be, like, five minutes. It just kept saying how Chris, terrible... Chris, let's be realistic, okay? 20, I will be realistic. If you took out... Okay, okay, let me just say this. The first 15 minutes, I'm, I'm going to get into my thing here. So the first 15 minutes was basically just Biden saying things Things have been awful. Things have been awful, guys. I mean, things have been really bad. I mean, people have wanted to kiss their grandkids and they couldn't. It was just terrible. We've lost jobs. Bad things have happened. It's been bad. It's been really bad. It's been so bad. I'm like, shut the hell up. Like, everybody knows it's been bad. What are you talking about? Move on to something good. So then, so then... He does move on to something. You know what he moves on to? He starts to talk about how racist we are. He's like, this this coronavirus pandemic, this is this has really divided the country, like because of the masks and everything, and and like there's been these Asian attacks. There's been all these Asian attacks because, you know, because the racism is just terrible. It's just terrible. I'm like, you know that's because of black people being racist against Asians, right? I mean, but he doesn't this is the problem. All the media has been saying that this is because of Trump, because of Trump's divisiveness. So he's he's actually playing on that uh, false reporting, right, that hoax. He's deceptively stating that there are these attacks on Asians without specifying who's making the attacks, suggesting that it's probably Trump supporters and, and evil white Republicans, which is, by the way, a total flippin' lie. Total lie. And so he sits there and he lies to the Amer American public, deceives the American public straight up, just whatever, he doesn't care. And then he has the gall, this is the weirdest thing ever in that speech. As soon as he's done talking about these Asian attacks, in which he deceptively pretends that it's white people, he then tells a story about this woman who he met on, I don't know, when he was traveling the country or something like that. And, and, he, and she said, the only thing I want, Biden, the only thing I want is the truth. Just tell me the truth. That's all I want. And he goes, so I'm going to tell you the truth. And he, he tells that story 
literally right after he lies to our faces. What an a-hole. I mean, just typical Democrat. Anyway, he's just a total scum. Oh, by the way, I do have to give Biden credit for not completely, like, falling over in the middle of the speech. I mean, he didn't, like, wander around the stage aimlessly. Like, look, he held it together okay, reading that teleprompter, I thought. But, uh, sorry, I meant to say that earlier. Let's see here. Okay, so then, so then he moves on to taking credit for the vaccine. He's taking credit for the vaccine. He's going around. He's, he's like, saying in his speech, like... Like, uh, oh, we're doing all this stuff. Like, you know, when I took office, like it was things were terrible. Very few people had taken the vaccine. It's like, well, it was it was literally like just made available to the public. Well, wasn't vaccine made in November? Yeah, it, the vaccine was produced and and started to be distributed like pretty much just right before Biden took office. And so, of course, very few people had gotten the vaccine. It's not because. I mean, what is he trying to say? Like, if Trump had stayed in office, that would have been it. That's all the people that would have got the vaccine. It would have been terrible. The rollout would have been super slow. It would have been a disaster. Come on, Biden. What the hell are you talking about? Like, is that, he, he's taking credit for this as if this was, like, his thing. Like, he, like, his administration developed it. His administration is doing this great job of distributing it. It's all him. He's amazing. It's like, guy, if you want a little bit of respect from the right, he's always talking about unity. We've got to be unified. We've got to be unified. If you want unification, here's, a, here's an idea. Give Trump a f- effing modicum of respect. I almost swore. Give him a, just a tiny effing bit of credit for developing the vaccine. Okay, he developed this vaccine in like miracle record time. And Joe Biden's like, we're doing such a good job, our administration. Oh, Trump messed it up, but we're doing a great job. It's like, you if you really want unity, you're not going to be, like, cutting down Trump all the time. You're not going to be, like, pretending that it was all you that got the vaccine. You didn't have anything to do with it. It's so pathetic. It's so sad. Well, maybe he meant, um, did he, I don't remember, did he specify what vaccine he means? Uh, because there is another vaccine from like Johnson and Johnson, I think. Oh, you did? Did it? Was it? Was it Biden that got that done? Was it Biden that got that done? No, I but don't this think one... so. I think they're all they're all like nothing to do with Biden whatsoever. That's my suspicion about that. But okay, let's move on. So then he takes credit for the vaccine. Then he okay. Then he again lies to the American public, and he repeats his goal for having the majority of of elementary schools open. Right, majority of. I think it was like I think it's elementary schools, right? K through eight or something. He was saying, K through eight. I want the majority of we're going to reach that goal of the majority of K through eight schools being open. But he his his uh, what do you call it? His the standard that he's operating under or the 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 real goal is that he wants K through eight schools open at least one day a week. That's the standard he set. It's not totally open. It's open one day a week. That's actually the goal. I heard something about two hours a day. Okay, fine. Two hours a day. It doesn't matter. The, the point is he, he's deceiving people by saying the majority of schools open. What he means is 51% of schools open one day a week at least. That's not open. That's not open. That's a completely deceptive thing to say. So that he lies then again. And then he says... And then he says... And then, okay, like... He's, he says, you know, as long as you guys are, you know, wearing your masks and doing everything, you know, then we can maybe talk about what you can and can't do. I'm like, I am so sick of these Democrats trying to tell us what we can and can't do. 
No, you can't tell us what we can and can't do. The Constitution tells us what we can and can't do. You can go F yourself, Joe Biden. Uh, and then he says, and then he says, this is the most laughable thing. And I think he says, there's a chance maybe if you do everything right, boys and girls, if you're good, good little children, maybe we'll let you celebrate the 4th of July. I was just, that is just, to me, it's like, what the hell is wrong with you? Maybe we'll let you celebrate the 4th of July. You know what I want to do? I want to, cre- I want to like plan and, cre- you know, set up a huge 4th of July celebration and we'll just call it F you Joe Biden 4th of July celebration. <laughs> well, uh, we celebrated 4th of July last year, but we went in- yeah. to Texas. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. We did. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look. Americans don't like being told what to do. As long as you're reasonable, most Americans will go along with what you have to say. But if you're not reasonable, if you're just being an authoritarian prick, we are totally going to rebel. I My guess is that this is going to be one of the most raucous celebrations in American history this 4th of July. Because Americans just are not going to listen to Joe Biden. You'll have a bunch of Democrats staying in, sipping tea, doing whatever they do. But uh, Republicans are all going to be out, you know in their trucks with their American flags being awesome. All right, let's see here. So the last thing that he says is unity. You know, the most important thing, he, he, again, he says unity. Unity is so important. We, we have to have unity. Come on, guys. We're one nation. We're amazing. Unity, unity, unity. But what is he trying to convince people of when he says unity? He, he's, he's trying to convince people to obey him. In the mind of the Democrat, every time they say unity, just remember, guys, every time you watch Biden say unity or or Pelosi or any of these people, what they're really saying is obey. Unity. eBay? eBay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Stupid. I'm trying to be serious here, woman. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, they're trying to say obey. They're trying to say submit. They're trying to say do what we tell you to do. They're not, they don't want unity. They want obedience. All right. I'm done being pissed off about Biden's thing. Do we want to take questions about this and then do the news? Are there a few people that want to say some things? Um, I wasn't. Well, let's do the topics. All right. You want to do the news first? And yeah. Then, and then, okay. Let's do the news first. What, darling, is the first story? <laughs> Biden wants anyone deported under Trump to come on back. Ah, yes. Uh, it's like, come on, man, but come on back. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Come on back. Uh, let's see here. Oh, no. We got to see again. The least professional show on YouTube. All right, here. Mo Brooks to Newsmax TV. Joe Biden says, come on back if you're deported. Representative Mo Brooks, Republican uh, Alabama, told Newsmax TV on Thursday that Joe Biden says, come on back to anyone deported under President Trump. Even if you're a murderer, Brooks told American Agenda on Thursday that almost 2,000 Americans are killed each year on average by people who have entered the country illegally. That comes from federal government crime data, he said. If you're deported under Donald Trump, Joe Biden says, come on back. That's true. Even if you're a murderer, even if you're a rapist, even if you're a child molester, even if you've killed people as a drunk driver, Joe Biden has said, well, Donald Trump deported you. We want you back. Well, if Donald Trump, okay. He continued, President Trump frequently framed his policies in terms of America first. The Biden administration's policy seems to be centered around America last. Everybody, everybody else, everybody else comes last in the line behind illegal immigrants and illegal aliens. I mean, I love this. It's such a, this is such an appropriate sentiment. I mean, he's, he's essentially 
um, stating what we've all kind of believed and what we've all kind of known for a while now. But what he's he's saying it in a way that I think is uh, a little bit more um, digestible for people because I think it's hard to really understand precisely the implications of what the uh, Biden administration's policies are. Um, for conservatives, I think it's relatively easy because we all kind of we, we're wary about this and we understand it. But for a lot of like moderates and Democrats, they don't really understand it. But something like this actually makes a lot of sense for him to say something like this. I love it. I just wanted to, uh, you know, put it put it out here because this really is what the Biden administration is saying. They're not saying it in their words. They're saying it with their policies, right? They're not saying they're not verbally stating to illegal immigrants, hey, if you were deported under Trump, come on back. But their policies indicate that and immigrants are getting the message. The The immigration problem is so bad right now, it's it's like they can't deal with it. Immigration, the Border Patrol, they can't deal with the, the illegal immigration right now. It's, it's, it's an untenable situation. And the Biden administration, they're just going, uh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I, I know what to do. Re- implement Trump's policies implement trump's policies that's the answer they're not going to do it you know it's interesting i don't it's it's kind of funny like i think that even reporters even leftist reporters are now looking at biden going like uh you're making kind of a mess here you know i mean they're obviously not reporting it but i i do think that there is some skepticism of what's going on and the that's biden administration should be a mess that's that people are not gonna i mean people who voted for Biden and thinks Biden actually good, I think even they're gonna realize. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There, there's some suspicion that maybe a horrible mistake was made. <laughs> yeah, they will like suspect like maybe that's not maybe the right this thing wasn't to such do. a great idea. Well, it's been yeah. he said 50 days in the office. Yeah, we still have three. Oh my gosh! What they need to do is they need to do these horror stories about what happens to people as they're crossing the border illegally and show, like, this didn't happen under Trump's administration. Can you just knock me out and wake up in 2024, (laughs) please? I don't think I could do without you for that long, darling. All right, shall we do the next story? Yeah. Young white woman fired for looking at a black woman. Oh, yeah, this is weird. We were playing this video... (laughs) Uh, just before we got on, it's it's a bizarre story. I saw this video like a couple of days ago. Have you seen it? Yeah. I hadn't seen it. All right. Well, let's go ahead and play it for you guys. Um, I need to go ahead and switch it to... Well, I'm desktop. moving these racks and I didn't want to hit anyone, so I kind of looked to each side. Yo, do you see the light? So I normally don't do this on TikTok, but today I am livid. So I want your opinion to see if this kind of thing is justified. So I work at a retail store and I've worked there now for like a year and a half. Well, I'm moving these racks and I didn't want to hit anyone. So I kind of looked to each side to see if anyone's on the other side to see if I can move it. Well, I look this way and I end up seeing someone. So I stop and I don't move it. Well, she instantly looks at me and says, can I help you with something? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I was just going to move the rack and I want to make sure I didn't hit anyone. Well, then she says... I want to put a corporate complaint against you for racial profiling because apparently I looked at her the wrong way and was assuming she didn't have money. I would never just assume someone doesn't have money by what they look like. That is stupid. (laughs) Well, I had to give a whole statement about the thing and overall they called me up today and fired me due to 
me looking at someone and being racist. So do you think that's justified or do you think that's wrongful termination because I'm pissed? So I normally don't do this on TikTok. What does she mean by I don't really normally do TikTok? She's got tons of video on TikTok. No, no. I think what she's saying is she doesn't normally talk about politics or complain about mm, okay. like her work stuff and stuff because like that. Because I just want to make sure that she's not just pretending. So she's <laughs> no, got getting viral no, 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 video. No. It's if you if you post like like for instance YouTube, I might say something like I don't normally talk about this stuff on YouTube, mm -hmm. and then do it. Well, just because I have hundreds of videos on YouTube, that doesn't mean I have ever talked about that particular topic. You're trying to make sure she's not like tr yeah, trying to because be her nickname. Views blonde goddess yeah so i have a sneaky suspicion maybe she actually looked at the person like she <laughs> didn't have money well you know i told that story about my friend who was jealous of, of blonde pretty girls and, and just hated them because they're blonde pretty girls uh, i could imagine that this was just done out of spite because the woman just looked at her and didn't like her well after seeing this video i realized that i i don't think i would me ever be able to work in a retail store because i'm probably gonna be fired the same day because yeah. my natural look just my russian face you just look pissed off all I, the time yes actually somebody on i here was said, born with this face somebody somebody on here said that you looked really sad and that i needed to do something to make you feel better or something like that and i'm like dude trust me i ask her like every couple of days if she's sad because she just looks miserable <laughs> i you just need to show them my the picture from my childhood when I was like, I don't know, four or five. Her natural face. Right. She doesn't have resting bitch face. She's got resting un unhappy face. It's I don't know if I can show it on my phone, but yeah. it's like. Yeah, yeah, every picture of her yeah. whole life looks like that. I, I actually have to change it, yeah. like physically try yeah. to look more happier i guess because it's america and i heard a lot of oh are you okay like something wrong so yeah we've got, i really need to yeah. work this out how i look <laughs> but it's to, it, you shouldn't be people. fired for not looking at somebody nicely like that's that's to me has gone crazy like the world's going crazy i think that black woman just had a bad day yeah clearly and but that but the problem Do is you remember this girl's the story business. was black girl having a bad day when she pushed the um, old uh, yeah white oh, woman. In, in front of a bus i think she, that woman probably also had yeah. a bad day yeah that's crazy yeah, if you if you push an old lady in front of a bus and you're black, you, there's no consequence. But if you're a white woman, you look at a black woman funny, you get fired from your job. That's how that works. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is a crazy story. Like, so I used to watch this show. This is a, this is a video I've been wanting to do for a long time. Actually, uh, I used to watch a show in the in like the late '90s, I think, or early 2000s. It was just called Black and White. And what they did is they took a white family and a black family. They made them live in the same house for, I don't know how long, several months. And what they would do is they would take them out in public and they would get these like top makeup artists to make the black family look white and they would make the, the white family look black. So it's essentially a show of blackface. <laughs> but anyway, so they got all these, um, they got all these, uh, the, the, these family members to do this. And what they found was that, um, you know, they they were trying to see how people would react. You know, they to live in somebody else's shoes, right? So they would get the black people to try to pretend to be white, so they they could see what it's like to be white, and they would get the white family to try to be black to see what it was like to be black. And throughout the show, it seemed like they were trying to put them in situations in which people would be racist toward, you, you know, the white family painted black, you know, looking black, so that white people would know what it was like. But they really never caught much of this. They would occasionally somebody would say something kind of uh, inappropriate or something. 
but for the most part, everybody was really nice to everyone that was when they were black. But when the but when the uh, white uh, woman went out with the black guy into the black neighborhood, um, she was terrified. She thought they were going to kill her. Like, and it was kind of scary. Like, you know, the, the the whole the whole scene when they went out there, it was like people did not want to. See, and there was and the woman that they were with, walking around with this black woman that was walking around in the neighborhood with them, was like, yeah, they they're not happy to see this black guy walking around with this white woman. They're they're not happy to see that. Like, that this is why they have a problem. Do you want to do you want to fix that? Anyway, uh, but the thing that was really um, horrible about the show is that um, there was one scene where the two black guys, okay, the black guy and the white guy, dressed as black. Uh, we're walking through Beverly Hills, right? And somebody's kid like runs in front of them, and she goes, "Hey, hey, hey watch where we're walking!" And she grabs the kid and pulls him out of the way of the two men and says, "Sorry about that," and then walks past. And the black guy turns to the white guy who's also dressed as black, and he says, um, "You see that? You see that that kid is like that woman pulled the kid away because she didn't want that kid near us because we're black." And the white the white guy is like. What are you talking about? She's trying to keep the kid from like running into us. Like she's that would happen to me if I wasn't dressed as black. That would happen to me too. And he's like, no, no, she did. It's different. They did it because we were black, right? And then they go into this like high end store in Beverly Hills, and the guy comes up and he goes, "Can I help you, gentlemen?" And they said, uh, "No, we're just looking around." He's like, "All right, well, let us know if you need anything." So they go around, they start looking at the clothes, and the black guy says to the white guy, says, "He says, hey." Do you see what that guy did when he came up to us and asked if we needed help? That's because he's suspicious of, of us because we're black and he thinks we're going to steal something. And the white guy goes, what the hell are you talking about? Like every time I go into a store, some some person comes up to me and says, can I help you? And if I say I'm browsing, they say, okay, well, let us know if you need anything. Every single time. And he goes, he says, yeah, but it's different if you're black. It's because you're black, you know. And the guy's just like, what are you talking about? Like every everything about that show, I because I, it was hosted by I think Ice T, right? And they never and every time they were talking about what was going on, on the show, they kind of tried to make it seem like you know white people don't know how hard it is to be black in in the white world, you know. But every single thing that they showed in the show was white people being nice to black people. And black people completely distorting that and making it into something racist. That just happened episode after episode after episode. It was crazy. Anyway, I love that documentary because, I mean, that really clarified some things in my head about the world and about how, how people, you know, perceive things. And uh, this, this, I think, is another iteration of that, right? The perception of everything this person does is probably because they're a racist. And then complaining about it, like, this girl shouldn't have lost her job. If I owned a major corporation, I'd hire her for something. <laughs> I don't own a major corporation. But that video like went viral or something, I guess. You, you've seen it, right? Yeah, I've seen it. I didn't see it until uh, my news collator sent it to me. But uh, yeah, fascinating. Fascinating that this is happening now that you can't look at somebody anymore. All right. So I guess the moral of the story is don't look at black people. <laughs> Even if you're black, don't look at black people. <laughs> Errol, well, if you're watching this, don't look at other black people. They'll probably call you racist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Shall we move on to the next story? Yeah. Do you have anything to say? No. Okay. You didn't look like you did, but you never know. You know. <laughs> um, dating app now lets singles declare vaccination status. Yeah. How funny is this? <laughs> singles? What about married people? <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch it. Watch it. That's not cool. 
That's not cool. All right. So, all right. So apparently there's a dating app that lets you declare your vaccination status. And I've seen people on Twitter and different things um, say that they're, that they've been vaccinated and things. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know if this is a trend or, or what's going on, but coffee meets bagel. Oh, how adorable. Coffee meets bagel. What a nice name for a dating what app. What about asking uh, if you have like AIDS or something? <laughs> you can you can you can now designate your AIDS status on our dating app. <laughs> now positive, just so you know, positive means you don't uh, that means you have it. Negative means you don't. Just in case people were wondering. Um let's see here. So Coffee Meets Bagel added the new feature for users to declare what stage of vaccination process they're in. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And a picture of your vaccination card. Like planning to fully vaccinated or prefer not to say. Oh my gosh, that is terrible. Singles looking for love and now have the option to declare their vaccination status. San Francisco based, of course it's from San Francisco, uh, dating app Coffee Meets Bagel is adding a vaccination. Well, all apps are, well not all, but lots of Silicon Valley, isn't it? Um, adding a vaccination status to its dating profile this week, allowing singles to declare if they've received the COVID-19 vaccination. The, com vaccination, vaccination. the company announced Thursday that daters will be able to select from five responses added to their dating profile, fully vaccinated, waiting on an additional dose, planning to get vaccinated, not getting vaccinated, or prefer not to say. The company said users uh, can, can edit responses at any time depending on their status. Uh, or, you know what they can also do? Lie. <laughs> You can also lie. That's what I said. Maybe they will ask for your um, vaccination card selfie next to your face. I don't know. Yeah, right? Yeah, we need proof. But, like, how difficult would it be to fake a vaccination card? Very easy. Just Google, just Google the vaccination image card. and write whatever. This is, this is weird, man. You guys, the, the world's gone crazy. All right. Daters will be able to select from five responses. I already read that. Okay. Coffee Meets Bagel says a number of users are, 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 have already declared that if they've been inoculated in their profiles. Who knows if they're telling the truth? <laughs> the company says bios mentioning the word vaccine or a variation of the word were up 220% since October. We added this feature because we know COVID-19 is a serious issue for CMB daters. When we recently surveyed our daters, the majority say that it would be a deal breaker if their date did not seem to take COVID-19 seriously. Da Woon Kang, chief dating officer chief dating officer that's too funny and co-founder of coffee meets bagel told fox news in an emailed statement kang said 61 percent of users on the app said knowing their potential partner's vaccination potential partner oh if you meet somebody on an app they're a potential partner uh, vaccination status was somewhat important to them while 43 percent said they're more likely to want to match with somebody if that person mentions they've been vaccinated um but you know these people are all young I, I imagine. I don't. I don't imagine that there's a lot of like elderly people on dating apps. Not a lot, but over eighty. I don't. If you're if you're like in your twenties, which I assume is what. Do age you consider most... elderly only if you're like after eighty in America? Well, those are the people that are the most at risk mm -hmm. for for dying of coronavirus. If you're if you're like in your twenties, I, th I think you're okay dating somebody even if they have coronavirus but the thing is like a lot of people have had coronavirus and they're immune to coronavirus so they don't need the vaccine so you've got this kind of weird problem where like should they have on the status like already had it <laughs> i've already had coronavirus sorry 
not taking the vaccine because I actually caught coronavirus. No, I think you still have to take a vaccine. Well, you... Okay, so there have been a few cases of people who have caught coronavirus twice, like a new strain or something like that. But it's incredibly rare. Incredibly rare. Still. If you catch coronavirus and you've got the antibodies for coronavirus, you really can't get coronavirus again. I'm sorry. I know what that... If, it, what if I have a situation where I just can't catch coronavirus? Not the first time, not the second one. I cannot Yeah, because we're superheroes? I don't know. It's kind <laughs> that of That should be a weird. status on a dating app. Actually, a superhero can't catch coronavirus. That's my status. It's like, Boom. didn't catch COVID since 2020. That's why Valeria and I got together. I was like, uh, just so you know, I'm a superhero. She goes, me too. And and like, you know, those like love hearts you see in cartoons all went up everywhere. All right. Should we go on to the next story? Sure. All right. Parents outraged over Seattle Teachers Union failing to reopen schools. Wait, what? Seattle's... A teacher's union did something wrong? I don't believe it. Teacher's unions are so amazing. They always do everything right. Yeah, they always do everything right. <laughs> this is the level of dryness of sarcasm I have to deal with with Valeria. Like, her tone is so just like, there is no hint that she's being sarcastic. All right, here. Seattle parents outraged the school's teacher's union delay reopening. Shocked. Uh, let's see here. Seattle, <clears throat> the first scheduled day of going to school in a year did not go as planned for Seattle parents and students. District officials plan to bring uh, back kindergartners and first graders, but the Seattle Education Association refused. Shocking. Nearby North Shore School District was the first in the nation to go all remote when the pandemic hit last year. Students are still all remote. and Many parents are angry, worrying about their children. Uh, they're lonely. They're isolated. They are depressed. Their grades are down, said Carrie Geller, who's worked with kids in North Shore schools. She and her husband are also teachers. So even some of the teachers are pissed off at the teachers' union. I love that. I, who's this? What's this woman's name? Carrie Geller? I love you, Carrie Geller. Speak up. Oh, no, not Carrie. Carly. Carly. I figured that out in my <laughs> head after I got it wrong. Okay. Geller's concerns are confirmed in a new report commissioned by the Walton Family Foundation. Excuse me. The uh, the American Enterprise Institute and five other nonprofits analyzed 130 studies and concluded that the public benefits of closing schools last year are questionable, and they're far outweighed by the grave risks to children. I mean, we all know this already. You know, we've we've seen all the studies, we've seen all the reports, we've seen people talk about this. There is no reason to keep the schools shut. Every every school, like all over Europe, they're all opening up. Everywhere in the world, they're all opening up. What in America, because of these stupid teachers' unions that wield all this power. And, like, why are they doing it? Just so they can, like, prove how much power they have? I mean, honestly, guys, the teachers' unions need to be destroyed. We need to create a voucher system in America where students can go wherever they want, wherever their parents think is best for them. And teachers' unions need to be destroyed. Their power needs to be crushed. Let's see here. The report uh, said schools are not super spreaders and many students are suffering mental health problems. Because of the shut, because they're locked in their houses all the time. Um, it also said academic loss is so severe that it could set children back for for life, for life. Get those kids an encyclopedia. When I was a kid, I used to stay up until like four in the morning writing scripts, writing movie scripts. But I like to I like to make sure that everything was um, everything I was writing was accurate historically and and all this kind of stuff and ge- geographically. But we didn't have uh, Wikipedia. At the time, we didn't have the internet, really. I mean, we had the internet, but we didn't have Wikipedia or anything. Can you like that. believe 
We have an age difference. I also didn't have internet when I was a child. <laughs> but so I had these, I had, um, encyclo- I had a set of encyclopedias. And so they're from like the 1950s. But I would have like four or five different encyclopedias just open up to different pages on my bed. Uh, and I would be writing the script and I'd be checking the, you know, checking the facts. And it was good fun. Those are the good old days when you needed actual books. It's here. Um, Seattle schools are closed even after district officials did a walkthrough examining work done in schools to improve ventilation. Union officials acknowledged there were no problems detected. According to uh, data tracker Burbio, Washington State ranks 46th in getting students back in the classroom with 26 learning in person. California uh, is last at just 12%. Yeah, it's it's these West Coast leftist, horrible, you know, super left places where where they love the teachers unions and the teachers unions control a lot and are they're in bed with the 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 politicians and uh yeah it's just corruption i mean every single day i hear more more news more stuff about corrupt democrats right like the stimulus bill 1.9 trillion dollars most of which will never go to american families i mean they're just basically paying off they're paying off the people that helped them you know win the 2020 election it's horrible. I mean, the, the, the Democrats are corrupt. If you want corrupt people in office, vote for Democrats. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. Do you have anything to say about this, or should we move no, on to the next No, do story? you want to read the Super Chat question? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, I'm reading it? Yeah, please. Oh, I'm reading it. Okay, let's let's go to me then. Uh, Daniel? Daniel J. Corica. I'm a wastewater treatment plant operator. I'm immune to everything. (laughs) I already love it. Uh, I don't need the vaccine. Here is money because you entertain me on a regular basis. Well, you've entertained me, my friend. So right back at you. Uh, One to six, 21. We did nothing wrong. One to six, 21. That's Uh, why I wanted you to read the question. One, one to six, 21. I don't understand that. You guys will probably explain it to us in the the comment section. We did nothing wrong. One six twenty one. Oh, one six twenty one is a date. January sixth, twenty twenty one. Oh, he's talking uh... about he's talking about how we um the the storming of the Capitol. And he's absolutely right. Every single time I report about this, I was I... like, "Is it the Biden's I- inauguration? <laughs> that was wrong. That was not right." <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was the capital, right? It was the capital uh, siege. Yeah, because I thought I thought about the inauguration for some reason. Well, anyway, he's absolutely right. This guy, we did, we did nothing wrong. Uh, uh, Nev Stark writes, "Hi, Chris. Hi, beautiful Valeria. How are you guys doing tonight? We're doing great. All right, let's get back to the story. Uh, we're doing the next. We're doing the next. Uh, the next story, right? Okay." Judge bars prosecution from uh, describing George Floyd as a gentle giant yeah. and from comparing him to Jesus Christ. Sorry, I didn't read that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's crazy. So the judge yeah, has barred the prosecution from describing George Floyd as a gentle giant at the Chauvin trial and comparing him to Jesus Christ. Good Lord. Oh, my gosh. So Judge Peter Cahill has barred the prosecution in the George Floyd murder trial from describing the deceased uh, convict, uh, felon Floyd, as a gentle giant or a peaceful person 
just days after allowing a motion that bans prosecution prosecution's use of comparisons between Floyd's death and the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. So this gentle giant, Jesus <sighs> Christ, while was robbing some pregnant woman. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at knife point. Put the at knife point. At knife point, right? Yeah. Minnesota Public uh, Radio reported Wednesday that Judge Cahill said that the family testimony, or uh, or spark of life, wait, said the family testimony or spark of life testimony is a traditional part of murder trials, which allow for the humanization of the victim to show that they were loved and valued. But he cautioned that he will not allow character evidence, which he uh, defined as testimony that may be described as described Floyd as a peaceful person or a gentle giant. As soon as you start getting into the propensity for uh, violence or propensity for peacefulness, I think what you're getting into, you're getting into character evidence, Cahill reportedly said, adding, and then that does not open the door for the defense to cross-examine about his character for peacefulness. Well, that makes sense, right? Just to describe him in a way that sounds really, really nice. If, if it's not done in such a way that the defense gets to cross-examine to make sure that that's actually accurate, then you can basically just lie. So he's saying you can't use these sort of like adjectives. You can't describe him in this way uh, uh, unless it's, uh, you know, you could get a character witness to do that. But then, but then if a character witness does that, then the defense can come in and cross-examine and make sure that that's actually accurate because it obviously is not. Yeah, yeah. This prisoner is a gentle giant. This, this, this guy who's gone to prison, this guy who's, who's uh, committed robbery at knife point, is a gentle giant. Give me a break. Brant Williams uh, has tweeted, there may also be several sidebar conversations during the testimony from members of Floyd's family. Cahill said that the family testimony or spark of life testimony is a traditional part of the murder trial. Okay, so this is basically everything I just read. The term gentle giant... Okay, let's get Pelosi's ugly face off here. Uh, <clears throat> the term gentle giant first gained prominence when Mike Brown was shot dead in Ferguson, Missouri after robbing a convenience store and rushing a police officer. Yeah, they like to say that. They like to say that about their about these guys. Uh, as National File reported on Wednesday, Cahill is also has also banned the prosecution from comparing Floyd's death to the crucifixion of Christ. God, I don't even like saying that. It's so horrible. Judge Peter Cahill granted a motion preventing the death of the convicted felon George Floyd from being likened to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ during the Derek Chauvin murder trial, uh, seeking a ma- uh, striking a major blow to the Black Lives Matter activists who had hoped to paint Floyd as a martyred holy figure. The judge was presented with the following motion on Monday. The defendant moves the court for an order precluding any expert from likening the death of George Floyd to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ on the grounds that such analogy is prejudicial. Not only prejudicial, it's 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 sacrilegious. It's horrible. It's a horrible thing to do. Judge Cahill agreed with the motion and it was passed without incident. The defense team cited previous instances of Floyd being compared to Jesus Christ by eyewitnesses, which were quickly recognized by the judges inaccurate and prejudicial. The move was met with outrage by Black Lives Matter activists who had hoped to paint Floyd as a messianic figure. <laughs> That's outrageous! How, how dare you not allow us to compare him to God? <laughs> uh, Black Lives Matter people are crazy. Leftists are crazy. Leftists are crazy. All right. Uh, several jurors have been confirmed to be Black Lives Matter supporters, but were still deemed impartial enough to pass the selection process. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. That is total BS, and it pisses me off, actually. I'm pissed off about that. That's our last story of the day. Me pissed off. 
pissed off as always. Pissed off as always. Every day, five days a week. (laughs) I am, yeah, pretty much every second of every day. I hold it in like the Hulk. All right, darling. Do we have any questions? Do we have any comments? Do we have anything about which to to speak? Let's see. A little Q&A moments because the news is over, ladies and gentlemen. If you're done with the show, good night. Otherwise, I want to hear what you guys have to say. Downstream, why do you not look at the camera? I guess that's questions. Why don't me. I look at the camera? Do I look at the camera? I don't. Now okay, I let's, let's both look at the camera. Ready? One, two, three. That's all you're getting. <laughs> that's. <laughs> we're done now. Because we're looking at each other. i got to look at Valeria to see what she has to say, and I've got to read the articles and see what they have to say. Uh, and so that's why I don't look at the camera. I'm looking at Valeria. <laughs> But I can, I'll give you a wink. Okay, there. That's it. Okay, I think right. that, that's good for now. Moving on. Well, let's hear some questions. Okay, I see one. Tracy Rush. Do You're they right. not... She, yeah, you can, you can read it. Yeah. Do they not remember that this gentle Ooh. giant pistol whipped a pregnant woman? W- whilst robbing her whilst, home whilst. Ah, whilst there it's is like a new, while, new a word in my vocabulary it's a fancier version of while okay a pregnant woman whilst robbing her home and where in the bible did jesus rob beat or kill anyone well let me tell you something i i didn't actually know he pistol whipped her i know he was like holding her at, at knife point or something yeah, like that's that. that's what i heard mm-hmm. but pistol whipping that's even worse thank you for the comment uh and uh and where in the Bible does Jesus rob, beat, or kill anyone? Now, Jesus does say that we should forgive people who do these sorts of things. Um, but the funny thing is that in this particular case, we're really not talking about uh, forgiving George Floyd. George Floyd is being treated as if he's like some kind of like, you know, priest or something like that. Um, the person who they need to forgive is Derek Chauvin, the guy who had his knee on. He did not kill him. No, I know they need to forgive him because they, you know, they think that he acted inappropriately as a police officer. I don't think anybody actually thinks that Chauvin intentionally killed George Floyd. The really thing, the really weird thing about this is that the trial is even going forward because one, Derek Chauvin was trained to put his knee on the neck of suspects who are who are acting inappropriately whilst being arrested. This this is this was this was in the training in Minnesota. So he was he was he was it was actually going by the book. He was actually doing exactly what he's supposed to do. So one, he was do, he was doing what he's supposed to do. So I don't understand why he's going to trial. Secondly, <clears throat> we know from the autopsy that George Floyd was not killed because of the knee to the neck. He was he died from a fentanyl overdose. We know this. So I don't understand if 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 Derek Chauvin didn't even kill him by accident. None of his actions killed George That's Floyd in any way. That's he needs to be released from the, from jail. They shouldn't even have a trial. But they will. They. they oh, I know they're going through with it, obviously. But it just doesn't make any sense. It's 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 madness. It's just because of the Black they, Lives Matter. I think Matter they people. have to because of the public. Yeah, it's the Black Lives Matter. Thirteen percent of gentle giant reactions after his death. Quana uh, hurt. Quana. I don't know how to pronounce that. I don't think that's a real name. Maybe it is. <laughs> Says, uh, I thought it was funny when you both of you looked at camera. Well, thank you. We are here to entertain you and to deliver the news in a somewhat amusing way. Uh, 
Uh, Daniel. Oh, another question from Daniel. My neighbor is getting nine nine grand from his stimulus. Oh yeah. She doesn't work. I've been working nonstop since last March. Nice use of my tax. Here's more money. Here is more dollars. Well, you know what? My brother called me today, and he basically said the same thing. He's like, you know, if you have kids, if you if you make a certain like, uh, you know, a certain amount of income below a certain level, you're getting like really crazy ton of money, and uh, and everybody else is getting sort of like pennies in comparison. And his point was that he's got friends, he knows people who are essentially like. You know, deadbeat dads. There, you know, they're. Well, I was on unemployment from March to yeah. October because I actually didn't work, so right. I was getting money. Was a good amount of money. I but wanted. unemployment is different from stimulus money. Oh, We're okay. not talking about unemployment. Book. And he's going on about how much money this guy's making, and it was eye watering. The amount of money that this guy's getting, a buddy of my, a buddy of my brother's, um, who, you know, my brother doesn't think is. So people getting a lot of money because they have more, a lot of children. That's because fine. they have children or because they're out of work or, or different things. I'm not re- really sure about I, – I haven't read up on this myself. This is something that my brother was talking about specifically. Um, so so I, I don't actually know the details, but I know a lot of people are pissed off that uh, that tons of people are getting a bunch of money, their, their tax money. Because the thing is, if you're, if you're poor, okay, you know, I want to see you helped out. I want to see you do well. But just because you – are not poor enough to be helped out by the government, that doesn't mean you're so poor that you can just give everybody else your money. I mean, a lot of people are, you know, they still struggle despite the fact that they're middle class. You know, it's, it's what, we, what we want to do in America is raise all ships. We want to take, we, we want to take everybody in America and improve their quality of life. We don't want to take from some people and give it to other people and reduce your quality of life and improve your quality of life. To me, that that's not good. Redistribution of wealth is terrible. It's the it's the raising all ships, improving everybody's quality of life. That that's what I like. I, I that's why I'm I'm a Republican economically because that's the Republican economic idea. All right, let's let's keep reading. Anything else interesting? One second. One second. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking about downstream. Do you think there will be riots no matter the outcome for the trial? Oh yeah, he, I think if, because I, if he's gonna go to prison, they're like, that's not enough. He needs to be there for like. A I don't even think that. I even think if they're happy, I think even if he was executed, there would be rioting because that's how these people operate. They're, they'll they'll riot because they're happy. I mean, they do this sometimes when. Um, when people win national uh, championships, like if somebody's team wins a national championship, even if it's the team you support, sometimes people riot. I mean, it's very weird. Uh, this this person, Kiana Hurt, writes, uh, my real name, that, that is my real name, but I go by Q quite a bit, so I want to clear that up. Uh, what else we got? Mark in Alberta, one of my favorite guys here. He writes, here in Canada, they're giving thousands of dollars uh, to 15-year-olds that had a six-hour a job, six-hour-a-week job in 2019. That's crazy. He says, uh, do you think that Biden will uh, pull out uh, pull out a not enough Americans are getting the vaccine line to cancel 4th of July celebrations? They will for sure cancel 4th of July. You think so? Chris, a year ago, they are like, yeah, it's just two-week quarantine, and it's been a year. Yeah. And now they're saying, if you will... <laughs> 
if you will be like getting I, I think seat, it'll be a state by state thing though we might allow you to celebrate yeah. but when it comes to 4th of July they're like no we are not allowed to celebrate well here, here's the thing the, the federal government provides guidance and then it's the state that provides the the restrictions and stuff like that so my guess is that a lot of states will listen to Biden and restrict 4th of July and then the states that don't California restrict California for it, sure oh yeah yeah California well we'll have to leave we'll have to leave here California is going to be masked up for. Are we going on a vacation a soon? But that's in July. June. But that's, oh, we're going in June. June, yep. Not vacation, just a tiny. Just a little trip. Party. Just a little party. A few days. I want to go back to Hawaii. Do you want to go to Hawaii in in July fourth? For my. <laughs> I have a birthday in July. We can go for my birthday. Yeah, that's true. Because you go for last your birthday year we went for your birthday. Now it's my time to go on my birthday. Hey guys, a little, a little bit of a domestic planning here. I know this is always exciting. <laughs> I want to swim with turtles again. Yeah, she likes the sea turtles. I, I like everything about Hawaii. My sister just went back. I thought I would hate Hawaii. That's so weird, right? It's because the I thought I would ha hate Hawaii because there is lots of tourists, no matter yeah, what time of the year. Yeah, but during COVID, it's great. <laughs> and I was like, Chris, let's travel New York. No people, Hawaii, yeah, we no people. And I heard there's a lot of homeless people, especially on Oahu. Yeah. But we went to Oahu and Maui, and yeah, Maui was bad. like empty. That's fantastic. We had a it's great fantastic. time. It's fantastic. That's what yeah. I want to steal I like Hawaii. I kind of don't like that I like Hawaii, but I, I really like Hawaii. I really do. Because it's such a cliche thing. Oh, Hawaii is amazing. I hate saying cliche things. I hate going along with the crowd, but I can't, I can't help it. Hawaii is freaking amazing. All right. I'd, I'd never been until... What was it like last November. year? Yeah, November. my birthday last last year, November. Yeah. yeah, first time I've ever been, and one of my best friends lives there, Kurt Franklin, awesome dude. All right, let's see here. Uh, what about Easter and Memorial Day? <laughs> Memorial Day, they're gonna keep us locked in until Memorial Day. I can imagine. I asked today at work. There was a COVID. Um, I called them COVID prisoner guards because I feel like we are prisoners, and those COVID guards uh -huh. uh, maintaining yeah. situation. Yeah. And I kind of like asked her, like, "Hey, what do you think we are gonna be in mask, like yeah. working in mask?" They were like, "For this year, one hundred percent. This yeah. rest of this year, for yeah. sure." And I'm like. Okay. Well, I'm I'm done with the masks. I'm just not going to wear them anymore. I don't have a choice. I've been a pretty good. I've been pre yeah for your job, but I've been pretty good about just going around without masks into stores and everything. And then they they tell me, and I go okay, and then I just don't do it. <laughs> and they don't bother me that much actually. I don't go out too much, so I haven't been able to test it too robustly. But um, Jesus is God says I'll take care of Aston while you're gone. Jesus is God. I want to do a short film. What do you guys think about this? There's not too many of you here, so. I want to do a short film. I probably will do it. People saying hashtag free Aston. Free Aston. Yeah, he's in the bathroom right now. I want to do a short film with, where there's a couple and they both wake up in the middle of the night um, having both had the same dream. And they look at each other. Did you? And they, yeah, yeah. And so they're kind of like, oh, my God, you know, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? So they're kind of freaking out, freaking out. So they, uh, they're like, well, who can we call? What about? Oh, Jeffrey. We can call Jeffrey. Okay. So they call Jeffrey. Jeffrey comes over. They're having dinner with him. Jeffrey's like, so why'd you guys ask me to dinner? I don't know what's going on. They're like, Jeffrey, we have something we want to ask you. Um, we, we're going to be going away for a while, and we want to know if you can take care of the cat. And he's like, oh, yeah, I love your cat. Yeah, sure, of course, yeah. How long are you going to be gone for? They're like, actually, we're not coming back. He's like, what do you mean, what do you mean you're not coming back? What's, what's going to happen? Like, and they're like, well, we're just going away, and we, and we just can't come back. So we wonder if you can just take him. And he's like, all right, well... 
I'm not going to take him until you guys tell me what exactly is going on. They kind of look at each other and they're like, I, we don't think you're going to believe us. And he's like, I'll believe you. Whatever it is, just what's going on? And they're like, okay, okay, we're going to tell you, but but if we tell you, you have to promise to take the cat. And he's like, yeah, I'll take the cat. Just Just tell me what's going on. Okay. We both had the same dream last night, and God told us that the rapture is coming on Saturday. And he's like, huh, the rapture. So all Christians going to disappear from the earth, go to heaven. Yeah, and we're all going to be gone. We can't take care of the cat anymore. We've taken care of the gas, you know. We've taken care of the electricity, but you're going to take care of the cat. He's like, so you don't think I'm going. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with me? <laughs> and, he's, and, you know, he's all upset about it. And they're like, oh, no, well, we just, you know, you don't go to church. And, and you know, you kind of date a lot of girls. And uh, he's like... I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. I'm going. I'm going. They're like, well, what did you have the dream? He's like, of course I had the dream. You know, (laughs) there's a big fight. Okay, well, we are really sorry. You know, I thought that would be kind of a funny sketch. And then, um, and then the three of them, we end the film with the three of them trying to figure out who, who they can get the cat, get to take care of the cat. And they're, they're like, oh, Alex, Alex was definitely not going. Oh yeah. Alex was like, no way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the end of the end of the short film so i want to do that short film what do you guys think pretty funny okay jesus is gone thinks it's hilarious <laughs> jeff jeff beale says yeah f jeffrey because <laughs> his name is jeff that's pretty funny okay do it okay people like it ha 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 that's great this guy says i'm glad i subscribed to this channel when i first was able chris and valeria are better than regular tv <laughs> only when she mocks me right? when she mocks me it makes good uh... daniel gives us way too much money today that's true stop daniel, doing that so stop doing that uh 10k fine for the store if you're not wearing a mask in new york is that true i wear a half face call halloween mask with the COVID mask <laughs> over it that's my way of protesting i love that so much that's that's crazy in new york you get you get fined ten thousand dollars if you don't wear the mask that's just offensive like even outside or inside for the store okay John McMaster said, coming to America, too, is woke garbage. You know what? I, I had a suspicion it might be. I, I was, you know, I, I kind of want to see it because I love Coming to America. as a great movie. If you guys have never seen the 1980s Coming to America, watch Coming to America. It is hilarious. It is brilliant. It's just a good film. It's not just funny. It's a good film. Mm-hmm. And I was really worried that Coming to America, too, is going to be woke garbage. That is so disappointing. Well, thank you, John. I don't know. Yeah, I, maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I won't. It depends on what my friends say. But that's that's sad, man. If it's if it's woke enough, if it's bad enough, maybe I'll watch it just so I can complain about it. Um, Joe Sullivan writes Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> I don't know why I mentioned Je- I use the name Jeffrey. I don't know why. My cousin's named Jeff. He's a Christian. He's going. He's going. He's definitely going. Uh, let's see here. I have a question. If you are, if you think you were Christian, but you actually Jew, are you going first or after Christians? Or was, was <laughs> you Christians? mean that's your case because you have one percent Jewish? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. Jews don't believe in heaven. Weirdly, I don't really understand. They don't, they don't believe in heaven, but according to the Bible, they're going there first. Yeah. Well. Yeah. A lot of Jews tell me they don't believe in heaven and hell, which I don't really understand. I don't really understand that. But anyway, whatever. 
Moving on. MK writes, Coming to America 2 was garbage. I watched it because I love Eddie, Eddie's Murf- Eddie, Eddie Mur- Eddie Murphy's movies. But this one was way too woke. That's terrible. That is so sad. That is so sad. Eddie Murphy's going to be canceled soon. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I look forward. Who is going to be canceled soon, huh? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, not soon, next. Yeah. All right. Well, we have gone uh, almost Over. to an hour. I think that we're good. Do you want to do you want to sign off, darling? Do you want to say good night? I can say good night. Good night, guys. Thanks for chats, super chats. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for the super chats. Thanks for the, all the comments. Uh, you guys are awesome as always. I'm glad you guys like my little short film. Oh, oh do we get? Oh some wow. More? Hey guys, like like literally stop giving us money. <laughs> Thank Too you. Too much Grizzle. money. Oops, think you guys dropped a bill. Oh, that's so generous. Oh, that's very nice of him. That's very nice of him. When I was in when I was in uh <laughs> was in high school, uh we went to a pizza place and me and my my friends were kind of popular and so this girl comes by who w- went to our school. She was our waitress and we kind of recognized her from school and um you know, vaguely, you know, you recognize people and she goes uh she goes, oh, hey, you guys are Chris and Nathan. Cool. And we both looked at her and, and we looked at each other and we go, how do you know who we are? And she goes, everybody knows who you are. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thanks. And so then she walks off and she comes back and she gives us our food and whatever. And and uh, she and then we were get ready to get the bill. And she goes, uh, she goes, ah, I think I lost your bill. And we're like, well, go just go write it up again. She's like, can't lost it. And then walks off and we're like, okay. So he like left her a tip. You know, we were like 16, 17, something like that. I think 17. How much did you spend? I don't know, but but I don't remember. But I, I just remember thinking like, I'm not okay with this, but I don't know how to like, I don't want to get her in trouble. And I don't. That's you know. why you give a tip on the amount of your bill or even more. Yeah, we gave a bunch of money. I don't remember how much we gave as a tip. But then we left. And as we were leaving, the guy at the front was like, did you guys pay? And we just went, yep. Yes. <laughs> we just kept going. I think she might have gotten in trouble. I hope not. I, I, we didn't know what to do. We were kind of, we were kind of naive, and 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 uh, it was a little bit of a, a little bit shocking. We 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 kind of, we understood what she was doing, but uh, I wasn't that rebellious. I didn't really want to not pay the bill, but yeah, it was what it was. But that was kind of fun. Chris, okay. check your Twitter. Okay, I'll check. I'll check tweet tweet tweeter. Uh, all right, guys. The cat also had the dream. Yeah, maybe the cat goes with us at the end. Maybe we're zapped up and the cat gets zapped up, up with we'll us. And there's no, real, there's no real issue anyway. That's a good ending. I like that ending. All right, guys. You guys have a good night. Uh, and it's, and, and I, I, have, I have an ending. And then they find oh, no. out that cat was going first because he's a Jewish. <laughs> They're like, where's the cat? <laughs> oh, he got to go early. All right, guys, you have a good night, and thank you guys.